was like, don't shove that in my letterbox. Welcome. Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast episode 79, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. I'm Tony. That was me giving you a cue. That's your normal. That's your normal <laughs> cue. But you went off script. Yeah, I missed it. I, I was yeah finishing auto, off an anecdote. Cue. Um, uh, I'm hitting record right now. We are not entirely prepared, but our week, both of our weeks respectively, just peaked moments ago. Do you want to talk us through it? So there's a bit of a ritual, the pre pre podcast of uh, having a having a beer disease. Having a, a, a brew. Yep. Uh, some hops. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, look, we're not litterbugs. We're what we would term in New Zealand tidy kiwis. I'm a tidy kiwi. I'm a tidy kiwi. Be a tidy kiwi, yeah. if you can. Beer a tidy kiwi, indeed. And um, and like, our setup for the, um, the room is, as long-time listeners will know, I'm set up on an ironing board. You are. Which um, is the, yeah, the envy of every uh, small-time podcast. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I used to, when I used to, uh, I used to work off an ironing board when I used to work from home before I had a desk. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's it's the, the funny it's thing desk. with that is, like, how much, like, when you think about it, how much money you've made working from an ironing board is so good. <laughs> um that was great um yeah uh and uh before we got this gear i used to stand and one of the things when i was standing is i'd grab the the trash bin turn it upside down and put a mic on top so that it was at standing height um that trash bin is now underneath a desk to my right back where it used to live yes and now people are probably thinking well there's a desk nearby uh why are you using an ironing board well let me tell you there's actually two desks (laughs) right here i'm on the desk (laughs) i am on the corner of a desk nearly falling off (laughs) you're on the corner of a desk with a stack of books um with a mic on top we need to revisit the setup don't we just occurred to me as i'm trying to explain it two desks in this room but i guess the desks face the windows which are on either side of the room so we wouldn't be facing one another yeah yeah it's not really um good for uh collaborative work like podcasting to collab so you grabbed the bottle cap off of your beer i was and all right (laughs) and you're you're the opposite side of the room as far away pretty much as far away from the bin as you can get about seven feet from that bin and you've got the the full ironing board in the way. And there's a couple of dangling cords. Well, there's actually one, two, three, four dangling cords here. Yeah. And uh, take it from here. I uh, I have a reputation of... Here we go. ...being, you know, with catching a bit of a dropper, with coordination being... Oh, yeah. In high school, your nickname was, was the, the dropper. dropper. yeah. Because you could not catch yeah. for your life. yeah. Because my, my, my balls dropped really early, and that's why they called me the dropper. No, no, not early, just often. <laughs> Your balls dropped often, like whenever we threw them at you. So I thought I would, uh, yeah, again, be a tidy kiwi, and I would uh, fling this uh, bottle cap into the rubbish bin. So away I went. It came out of the hand. It came out of the hand pretty good, but, I mean, is it fair to say that you probably thought you had a very low chance I of it? I thought it was going to hit the wall behind, yeah. and I'd have to pick it up when I was doing the cleaning tomorrow. We didn't expect this thing to land not in the bin. Spoiler happened. alert, it landed in it the landed bin. landed in the bin. However, not just straight in the bin. What happened was... I'm I- a fucking Olympian. <laughs> we... Um, so what happened was I put my hand out With just the underneath the um, ironing board and without looking, it bounced off my hand straight into the bin. Just went, just lightly just grazed, skimmed, grazed. 
And then into the bin. It was a deflection and just it went in and it just struck the rimmy. <laughs> true. Struck true. A struck true rim job straight in. Speaking of rim jobs, if you've ever played uh, mini golf, you should keep track around uh, how many rim jobs you get. Now, uh, for those of you playing at home or on a mini golf course, a rim job is when the ball doesn't go in the hole, doesn't miss the hole completely, but the rim of the hole changes the direction of mm. the ball. So it might spin it out like maybe a 90 degree angle. Mm, well, there's a big, there's a big rim job if it big, goes a full 90. It's a big, it's a big rimmy. Any de- deviation on the, the, I mean, the ball's path. 45 is probably more common, but you can get a full nine. You can get like a 90 and it comes back to you. There's a 180. No, no, like not where it gets, like straight back to you, but like it spins it and it comes out the other side. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, I guess it's not. Maybe it's like a 97 degree angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean to get a 180 degree rimmy, that would be bloody impressive. Mm. Um, so quite often there's um, a 45 is common. 90 is impressive. 97, it's pretty good. Yeah, it starts to come back towards you. Yeah, 180. Rare. I haven't seen a 180 before. No. Why does he a full 360? <laughs> Without going in the hole, a full 360 seven, is really seven, unlucky. 720p. The thing with mini golf is that it's fun to uh, work out who wins, but the way to determine the loser is the person with the most rim jobs. Yeah, but it's also worth celebrating. <laughs> in a way, yeah. yeah. So how many it's rim- like if you're going to um, be the lowest place NFL team. You start throwing the last few games to get the first round draft pick. That's right. You go like you come home from playing mini golf, and your mum would ask, "Oh, who won?" You'd be like, "Oh, yeah, yep." You'd be like, "Oh, okay." And who who got the most? No, who won is usually me. Yeah. Who got the most room jobs? <laughs> as your mum would ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, squeaky oh. chair. My apologies. <laughs> oh. Um. So we've had uh, we we've uh, teased how this is our lights in the sky summer series. However, there's snow warnings near my house today. Yeah. It's unseasonably cold. I find this time of year unusual raining. because there was like heavy snow in Europe this week. Yeah. Right. And it also snowed heavily here. It's like hmm. It's sort of the same weather. <laughs> so I guess that's the thing with spring and fall. It's gonna be the same extremes. Yeah. Um. So like the day before was like a billion degrees. It was like the surface of the sun hot here. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you. Inconsistent spring vibes. <laughs> um, we do have the window, the, the curtains Wind, open yeah, so we can yeah. see across the neighborhood again and it is looking gloomy. Um, neighbor recently went to the toilet uh, number one's at this stage. We will verify number two's when we see the shadow behind the frosted glass take a seat. And uh, those of you who listened to the uh, episode previously around the uh, um, one one prior to this, around my view of the South Island's tallest building, the Pacific Tower, they've now put a, uh, a roof on the new, new house and I can't see it anymore from this window. So, R.O.P. That'd be two weeks ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah so said, so said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you correcting Don? You said it would be last week. No, it's the week before. No, you didn't. No, I, I remember that last week was not the episode I'm talking about the week before that. Okay. This is anyway, that same, I'm right, you're this right. This is that same so. argument of like, uh, next next Sunday, do you say that's two days from now, or do you say that's the one after? It's the next Sunday. So you, the next Sunday, so like two days from now is next Sunday? It's next Sunday. No, see, this, that's wrong in my book. I would say that's this Sunday. I would say the I would say if the, you're talking about the Sunday, not in two days, but the week after, would be the following Sunday. No, that's next Sunday. 
Not no. this Sunday, but next Sunday. You've got, you've got next Sunday, which is in two days, or the following Sunday, which is in, what, like nine days. No. <laughs> no, you don't. You've got, you got this Sunday, which is two days from now. I politely disagree. And you've got next Sunday, which is nine days from now. Okay, so I was saying, I'll meet you next Sunday. You would turn up. In nine days' in time. In nine days, I'll be there in two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess that's why good we have a routine with these things. <laughs> We just know every Friday we're here. Yeah, we're here. Um, it is uh, Guy Fawkes uh, evening coming up. So people have been able to buy fireworks. Um, listeners around the world might find that strange because not everywhere you can buy fireworks. Mm. One, one of the New Zealand's leading fireworks providers, Hell Pizza. Yeah, I know. Is uh, <laughs> no longer going to do soft fireworks. They've given up. They've given up. Good. They said, no, we're not doing it. And I... And, We've discussed this as... Um, I mentioned to you at the start of the show when I was renting, I wasn't so worried about fireworks. Didn't mind at all. Now that I'm a homeowner and my house is largely wooden, I can't stand them. Yeah, and as a homo homeowner who doesn't have a largely wooden house, I still dislike it because people were doing it at 11.30 and I had work in the morning. So... I need... So do you think there's any time and place for um, people to have fireworks, say, in a park or anything like that? I'm saying public displays, organized public displays. Um, That's that's now my mantra when it comes to uh, fireworks. You said it's organized public displays. Yeah. Public displays of explosion. Yes. I got PDE. I'm just getting comfortable. Yeah, you are. I can't get comfortable in this chair this week. (laughs) <laughs> it's really annoying me but um do you want to see if we can I get think, chair no it's okay do we have to go to office max and get some more furniture <laughs> i think that um you might be getting old then because i seem to recall a certain time where we had fireworks in the park and one tipped over and started shooting towards us <laughs> and we had to run for our lives while fireworks were exploding all around us we think they would have a suitable base i mean that's a health and safety risk that that's that goes back to the oem and not tom <laughs> But it was you who was lighting fireworks in the park. Yeah. And that was okay public, then. It was a public display. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, you said park. It was a public display of explosions. Please. Yes. Just. Oh, so just people are allowed to get fireworks as long as they're in a park. Well, as long as, you know, you are doing, you know, so I think, I think wearing, was I wearing a high-vis vest at the time? I don't think so. No. Well, if I was wearing a high-vis vest, it would probably be okay. No. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> It's safer, safer, <laughs> safety, safety, safety. That way, still right. not right, quite right. <laughs> safer that way. Um, so, besides the uh, miraculous shot of uh, bottle cap going into the bin, has anything paranormal happened to you this week? Um, I got accused of wearing a turtleneck today. Oh yeah, I could see that. You can. Yeah, I could yeah, see and that. I was like, what? What do you mean a turtleneck? And like, I had to double were, check. It's like your shirt. My, I'm wearing a. I'm wearing a black sweater yeah and my shirt is a dark blue yeah and i was accused of wearing a turtleneck they're like oh you bring the turtleneck back it's because you've got that collared shirt thing where it's like like the collar's almost like uh buttoned onto itself it's it's, it's a button down collar yeah see so that means it's almost like uh like a priest thing without the priest white bit i could do this i could do the old top button up that's It's actually coming back these days. Yeah, see, the funny thing with that is um, when I started high school, I didn't know to keep that one undone. So (laughs) that that was a learning curve. That is a fad uh, (laughs) before it was a fad. Man, I really, I am not a fan. Like, I I, I hate skivvies. Skivvies? Skivvies. I 
turtlenecks. I hate skivvies. Yeah. I remember as a child having but a you skivvy, love... having a skivvy as a school uniform item as well. And I hated the skivvy. I'm not wearing the skivvy. And like Ma was like, it's winter, you need to wear the skivvy. No, see, I I I liked the skivvy because I I think I get cold really easily. So it was quite good for like staying warm. Yeah, but the know. thing that surprises me there is how much you love Apple products if you don't like turtlenecks. Only oh, fair point. Because <laughs> the most famous turtleneck on the planet has got to be that Steve is a Jobs. Famous turtleneck. Yeah. I just don't like... Uh, it's either him or Wallowitz. I just don't like strangulation. I guess like... If, Whoa, uh, I didn't ask. Oh. I don't remember asking anything personal like that. The whole um, the whole sexual... Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not, it's not back my... Back it up. I mean, don't back it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not going down this road. <laughs> just not into that. Like, I, 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 like, I, I, I like a clear airway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's, that's skivvy chat. Yeah, good. <laughs> Um, something, uh, I don't know if it's paranormal, but it was definitely the first time this has happened to me. I won a prize on one of those claw machines. What? Yeah. Won a prize. I, I think it's, I think it's rigged that like someone wins a prize every like 10 million attempts or something like that. Is yeah. That- spoiler alert. The people that put the, the machines in can actually just program how often you win. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, or, or more like how often you'd lose. Um, but yeah, no, that's the first time that's happened to me. What, what was it that you actually won? Was oh, it was a little like um, soft toy of, I'm doing the claw action with my hand you for some are, reason. Yeah, because I... It was a soft toy of uh, Supergirl, which I won for my niece who was with me. Yeah, give her a niece. What? It's a good, it's a good niece. A niche, niece gift. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep, you're right. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> All right. Um... Any other admin to get through at the top of the show? Um, I'll just throw it out here. So when you, you turned up today, I was on a phone call. Oh, that was punishing, so, even for me. So I was driving home from work and uh, phone rang. It was, I, was, I was Bluetooth uh, up to the car stereo listening to podcasts, enjoying it. My ritual was podcasts in the car. So if you're listening in the car, shout out. Keep going. Any, any car I'm not going to play here. You're not? I mean, car banter chat. Give us a hazard what have lights. I got? Give it a hazard lights flash if you like lits. Everyone, right now. <laughs> so, so next time I'm driving and I see hazards, I'm not going to slow down. I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, like it's a lits. listener. They're like lits. Yeah, a They're listener. A listener. <laughs> They're a listener. Flashing their hazies. Yeah. yeah. So uh, enjoying the potty, and not our one for a change. And um, firing, and I was like. Oh. I, I, I had I had asked this individual. I'd sent them an email regarding a very small item. I wanted a spring for a trolley. Yeah, as part of your work, obviously. Yes. So one was broken, um, and it's an old trolley we were about to replace. And I was like, uh, "Do you have any of these lying around the yard? Anything about to scrap?" Expect that email back saying, "Yep, got it. Send it through." And uh, called me. I thought, oh. I thought "Can I, I just say?" Um, this is at about the phone call would have been around twenty five past four on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Just left work. Yeah, and um, answered that call and confirmed we had the spring. I was like, "Cool, all right." Uh, and then off it went. The tangent. I mentioned. Um, I mentioned that I'm going to. I'm yeah. What opening did you give this person? Not very little opening. I said, "Oh." Um, I said I've been. I was in Dunedin yesterday, which is a, a, a city south of where we live, 
and I'd passed on this person's details to the Dunedin team because they wanted some stuff. And it went from there. And then it went to, where else are you going? And I said, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to Tonga on Monday mm-hmm. uh, because I'm doing some work over there in like two days. And then this person has lots of involvement in the Pacific Islands. So that's where that went. And I think when you walked in, he was busy talking about some venture in Samoa where it lost $150,000 due to <laughs> the inadequacies of the Samoan government. Oh, God. And I was um, a colleague of mine. So this is one of these people. There's two of them that I know of that, that I, they're not, they don't feel they work with their suppliers. And you you cannot spend less than maybe 30, 40 minutes on the phone with them. Yeah, when I got, when I got here, you, you hit mute on the phone and said, help me, help me. <laughs> I can't get rid of this guy. How can I get rid of this guy? But then turned him on speakerphone. And I honestly thought for a minute that it was actually like some radio broadcast. <laughs> like like if you were able to call a number and they like rattle off, uh, you know, uh, finances and yeah, the Dow just, Jones just and things like that. nonsense. Um, the thing that occurred to me was like there was natural pauses in what he's saying, but not enough for, for him to expect you to say anything. He would just keep filling those pauses. Yes. And I think, and I think this is what I was thinking is key. Like I put it on, when I put it on mute and speaker and we had it going, it was about, it was almost like four or five minutes where we literally had a conversation. Yeah. And we were like, was still going. Yeah. We were, we were having a chat. Then like the odd thing would pop up and be like, Oh my God. It, but he didn't expect like normally in a conversation, if I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm expecting a bit of a retort. Uh-huh. I, I want to hear that they're enjoying this because if they're not, then you get the message. And maybe you the phone's disconnected. And you don't know about it, or you know. Can I say again? This. Particularly at about five to five on a Friday. On a Friday, it was when beer he o'clock. knew you were driving. It was beer o'clock. Well, because I, I, I was driving, I said, "Oh, hey, I'm on the, I'm just on the car. You can hear me okay on the Bluetooth." He's like, "Yep, yep." I'm like, no, <sighs> so it's, it's turning into a bitch session. It really is. It really is so down with fireworks. What, what I have to, down with what phone I have calls. To just like ask here is how do these people overstay their welcomes? How do you not pick up that maybe this is a two minute conversation to say, "Hey, I've got the spring. <laughs> I'll send up to you. Can you just flick me where it needs to go?" That that's what needs to be said. Yeah. Why forty five minutes later are we talking about? The uh, the amount of value a cruise ship versus an airline passenger brings to the Pacific Islands. Why do why do I care? Um, I think one you don't care, but I think probably the more important uh, thing to discuss here is how do you get out of that? Yeah, because the way you did it was actually kind of it was really abrupt. Yeah, but I mean as abrupt as you can be after forty minutes of trying to get like, rid of this how guy. How do you? I just it was what was it, it was like? Oh hey, I'm um, sorry, I've, I've got to shoot. I've yeah, to shoot. That's it. It was okay. almost like I was trying to put it in like I someone had interrupted me and I had to go. Mm. Yeah, and I almost felt like I had to apologize because I was in the conversation so abruptly <laughs> because I I ended up I'm like oh sorry I've got to shoot. See, I suggested that I'll knock on a door and you can pretend someone's here. Um, but he would just be like, oh, wait, I'll, I'll wait here. Yeah. Put the phone down. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'll wait. No worries. <laughs> wait till Monday. And he, he actually sounded really like, oh. Mm. Like, I almost feel like I've done something bad now because I ended this conversation. It was yeah. it was like 10 past five. And I'm like, we've got, the thing we've was- got a podcast to record. <laughs> I, I want to drink a beer. I want to relax. It's Friday fucking night. <laughs> The, the other thing was when you said I've got to shoot um, there was a there was a brief pause from you where you locked eyes with me and I could I could see this look on your face like oh my god 
I don't know if that's worked. Like, uh, he might have just carried on talking. <laughs> and was, then, thankfully, it didn't take too long and you were I, gone. Because I, I threw in the... Um, I was like, oh, yeah, great. Well, cool. Well, I'll, um, thanks for the uh, the Tonga tips or something like that. Because he'd give me a couple. He told me he told me about going to this... He said, oh, there's a gentleman's club. Make sure you go to the gentleman's club in what? Tonga. And I was like, what? He's like, there's no woman allowed. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, it's not a gay thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you're like, oh... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing how well do you know this guy to be suggesting gentlemen's clubs to you really not that well oh. um but people people think because the industry i work in is around machinery uh dirty go on- hands greasy nipples um <laughs> Oh yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, not not that. No, but. <laughs> yeah. There's sort of this 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 sort of this idea rough that, around the edges. Yeah, this sort of idea that although I'm a professional in a in a career in a management role, mm. I can slip back into workshop chat, and this, I and I like calendars. You know, those calendars of topless women and mm. things like that. Yeah, this is the difference between the office workers on the office and the ones from the yeah. warehouse in the office. So when I when I was in. Um, need and yesterday I'm, I'm dealing with the the manager of the of the branch and i'm dealing with the sort of the the workers who the, the managers of the sort of the, the the frontline workers and you've got the manager who is speaking on one level and expecting certain things and the workers who are doing a certain thing and you kind of have to adjust the pitch so it fits between the two levels and then we were left with just the sort of the working group and they that's where things got a bit more down. <laughs> Salt of the yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I find it hard as a homosexual male to engage <laughs> with some of these 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 work groups because I'm afraid that they think that if they find out my, my truth, mm. that they'll be like, oh, well, a gay can't possibly tell us about machines. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so um, anyway, it's... It's just- like having a male midwife. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of the opposite feeling of the yeah. say. Yeah, they think you can't possibly do this. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, we're a very liberal country. Um, so I, I mean, in most cases, when people find out, they're fine with it. But yeah, I'm still not fine with no, it. No, of course you aren't. No, I'll never be fine with it. So anyway, how do you, how do you, how do you get out of these conversations? Like, what 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 more can you do? How do you not have that conversation in the first place? Because I saw the I saw when I saw him ring, and I thought I don't want to answer this call because I know it's going to be a long call. I think, but I needed to get the answer i think you're too accommodating i think you're like oh yes and uh, saying you're saying things to be polite but yeah. they're an encouraging phrase so it's like oh yes or like oh no there is more money in cruise ships than airlines or whatever yeah um whereas what you could do is say huh well i guess that's a conversation for some big- bigger brains than myself right C- click click Hang <laughs> you're gone that's it gone Tone out yeah yeah. It's either that or the other one I said at the time was hang up and then text them and say, sorry, we got cut off. I'll catch up with you next time. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> th- that is, that is a, I actually thought about doing that today because I had another call from another person who is a long talker. Man, you must have a good phone battery. Uh, it was actually like 20% by like a l- oh, 10.30 a.m. this morning. Really? I managed to uh, plug it in. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, I ended up... Um, the long talker in the previous one i managed to get out of because exactly that happened the phone connection died mm-hmm. and then i was like oh sorry the actual and it was it was i mean for, it was for realsies i think that works yeah it and worked right he was like so. oh okay i'll catch some other time so i think that is that is the key yep so all right let's move on um i think it's probably time 
we've we've aired all our grievances we've got we through have. all of our admin um it's almost an episode in itself because we've had that many that many uh <laughs> <laughs> many personal <laughs> grievances yeah, that we had to yeah. um so the, the voodoo dolls stabbed through the eyes the burning effigies of yeah. our nemesis disease the phone battery gone flat yeah um so let's move into the segment of the show where one of us usually Usually oh, being so a keyword. Grief is starting. Here you usually educates the other on a what? You're giving me shit about this already. <laughs> is what I can feel. Usually educates the other on a paranormal story. This week we have a list. A list of the top ten. No. The top ten Hawaii facts. Well, we were going to go ten, but um, why do ten when you can do seven? Seven. Seven's all you need. Seven's not enough to justify a segment, if you seven, ask me. Seven barely scrapes by with a, with a seven. <laughs> you, you get top ten lists. I think the top ten lists are uh, copyright. That was... Uh, that, that was Letterman. Yeah, copyright old school Letterman's uh, original Late right. Show. Uh, well, not original Late Show, but Late Show up until a couple of years ago. But um, if we're, you, we're doing a top seven? Yeah, we're doing a top seven. We're the 10 10 would be nice and i bet you probably tried for 10 but if seven's all you can do then seven's all you got yep. so let's lock in seven <laughs> seven will have to do well you I couldn't mean, even give this away i ideally i'd have a hundred i'd have a thousand but in you know if you can only have seven you only got, you, you, i guess i guess you only got you only got you only got seven you got to work with what you got don't you so um it's lucky we're not charging for this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's well, crack in. So yeah. you've emailed me some of these things, so we're just going to back and forth. So the, the reason we're doing this, it's the seven most haunted places in Hawaii. So uh, on Thursday, I'm going to Hawaii for the first time. Have you never been there? Never been. Oh, I've been there heaps. Of course you have. You are, you're an international traveler. You no. are world regarded. No, I haven't been there. No, you haven't. <laughs> Okay, so do you want to go first, or have you like? Um, what I might do is I'll one? I'll intro it, and uh, again because it's seven, it'll be uneven, so we'll bounce around the place. So I might, you might, I'll get you to start. I'll intro it, and then oh, so that means start. I have to do four, and you have to do three. Yeah, is this your segment or mine? Uh, <laughs> it's a goddamn outrage. I I wrote it slash copy and pasted it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so I'm going to read the first one yep. after your little intro. The Hawaiian Islands are home to numerous haunted places. Well, seven. Uh, seven, seven. Seriously. Ha- seven. Haunted. Seriously, dude. Seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> the Hawaiian Islands are home to seven haunted places with many a Hawaiian slash seven Hawaiian ghost stories to tell. Many or few believe they're the most haunted islands in the world what with seven haunted places why would they not be uh the following are the seven most haunted places in hawaii so um here you go is that where i kick in this is where you kick in pearl harbor oahu our first stop in telling these hawaii ghost stories leads us to pearl harbor Pearl Harbor Naval Station suffered devastating losses on December 7, 1941, when Japan attacked. Thousands of people lost their lives or were wounded during the attack. You watched Pearl Harbor the movie? Yes, I have. Liked it, or...? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I just remember you crying at the end in high school. <laughs> I was about to say this, so I was uh, <laughs> whether you remember. I cried in Pearl Harbor as like a 15 or 16-year-old. Yeah. 
gonna be a father daddy or something like that <laughs> I was like oh my god this child won't even know because he's died in China <laughs> China? yeah because they like oh because they, they didn't in, make it that's yeah, right they, they land they born Japan then like die in China there's that second part of the movie which is kind of boring because like Pearl Harper happens and they seek revenge which is like yeah, 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 yeah. it's kind of boring but then Danny dies and Tana cries <laughs> <laughs> It was the, um, you don't see much of that actor anymore, do you? He's the one off of um, Black Hawk Down? Yeah. Josh something. Hartnett? Yes. Yeah. Fell out of favour. Japan also attacked Hickam Air Force Base, which sits next to Pearl Harbor. Since the devastating attack, countless visitors to Pearl Harbor have stated they have experienced different hauntings. One of the biggest things that people visit... What are you cracking out at? I don't know. It's a really sensitive subject. You shouldn't be laughing. It really is. This is like, this is like hallowed ground. Just think of, um, spoiler alert and a little behind the scenes action. I started reading the wrong one. So we actually cut and this is a redo. And for some reason that just um, popped into my head. You started it so well. And I was really hammed up the voiceover guy voice. I was so befuddled about what was going on. He's like hands waving the air, like stop, 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 stop. What are you reading? One of the biggest things that people visiting the area claim is a feeling of tremendous sadness, extreme pain, as well as feeling incredibly frightened for no apparent reason. Another area believed to be haunted is the USS Arizona. People state they've seen the apparitions of soldiers on the dock of the sunken, sunken vessel. The ghost of another soldier is believed to wander the deck of the USS Arizona when the tide is low. It's convenient. On September 26, 2011, an Australian woman by the name of Susan Devaney and her family visited the USS Arizona Memorial and snapped a plethora of pictures. Later, as she scrolled through the pictures, she made a discovery of a particularly haunting snapshot that stopped her dead in her tracks. The image that she saw remembered... The image that she remembered snapping... <laughs> We're not redoing on that one. <laughs> we rewind there. The image that she remembered snapping was of the sun reflecting off the oil-ridden salt water above the shipwreck. Pollution. But what she saw on her camera was something beyond her comprehension. Shimmering in the oil-slicked water was the ghost fa- ghost-like face of what she felt to be a young man who was evidently crying out in anguish. 1,177 sailors died aboard the USS Arizona during the Pearl Harbor attack, and most of the bodies were never recovered. Devaney believes that the liquid <laughs> phantasm... Aussie, Aussie accent <laughs> leans to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Believes that the liquid phantasm image may, be, may possibly be the soul of one of the young soldiers who were killed at the site over 60 years ago. What do you think of that image? Is that actually the image? That's the image. If that's a real photo, then that's quite striking. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I'll Instagram that, obviously, yeah. um, with the episode. So if you're listening, have a look on our Instagram. And it's either there now or going to be there soon. Yes. It's, um, yeah, it's not sort of... I mean, you can definitely see the face. But I, I, there was comments made around this about... It's a bit like that face on Mars, where we as a humans are sort of... We are... I we're guess, in uh, tune to see that biologically we want to wired see that. to yeah, see face yeah. to recognize facial patterns yeah but regardless it's a pretty picture yeah i like it they're getting on the wall behind you there creepy quite nice okay i'll jump into one here number six honolulu airport oahu 
1927, the Honolulu Airport opened. Thousands of people a day travelled to or out of Oahu's main airport. Well, not from. Are you going into Oahu Airport? I am, from Honolulu. Mm. Terminal 2, baby. <laughs> Based on Honolulu ghost stories told by locals on the island, there is one individual who does not leave the airport. It's like that Tom Hanks movie. Oh, there was a similar one of these in the... Um in uh was it japan or something there was that i did that um haunted airports one i can't remember yeah. actually i don't think Hawaii. Well, was that one of the there. characters you made up at the end because i remember there was one that you, you gave a really s- horrible name to like <laughs> this poo something yeah there's only about sausage sizzles in that one too. <laughs> uh a blonde blonde hair woman in a white dress known as the lady in waiting has been spotted in different areas of the airport including at the gate there are like 70 gates so i don't i don't that says anything the gate the gate at the gate the story states she had fallen in love with a man oh but a heterosexual love there who had intended to marry her that's doing the right thing when he left on a flight and never came back the lady in waiting was devastated so she took her own life other paranormal witnesses have seen other unusual sights, such as a ghost on the Wiki Wiki shuttle and toilets flushing on their own. It's like, wait a minute. Toilets flushing on their own? Mm-hmm. That's common. That's those oh, yeah, the Yeah, the, 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 like the urinals up. who know when you pee. When you get up, when you, you, you get up from the, from, from the can, mm. you walk out the door, the toilets flush on their own. They're like, yeah. ghosts! <laughs> that it's was like, loud. No. It's like, no, no, that's... um. That's just technology. Yeah, technology. <laughs> technology. It's made by Dyson. Yeah. Half the time. It's like I put my hand up to this warm air, like this ghost breathed on my hands, and my hands were dry. It's like, no, that's a Dyson. It's like, okay. <laughs> People have also experienced the sensation of someone sitting on their chest, causing them to choke. Fucking skivvies. Skivvies. Fucking skivvies. The entity that causes this is called the skivvy ghost. It's choking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's two down. Two down, five to go. Only seven we did. Hilton Hawaiian Village, Oahu. The Hilton Hawaiian Village is located on 22 acres of pristine beachfront property on the island of Oahu. Do you know I'm staying at the uh, Hilton Garden in Waikiki, so just down the road from here. So A stone's throw from a such-and-such golf course and a blah 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 cocktail bar you'll dance the night away with hits from local djs and island dancing did you actually look this up or you just make this up that's just coming straight out of my head because that's just what, channeling it literally that's what the original one kind of said <laughs> right. yeah i cut a whole lot of stuff out because i was like people don't want to hear about that a stone's throw from the the native experience where you can eat a pig on a spit and learn to fire poi Boy. Uh, there's a restaurant cocktails uh, was on there too I think if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken although some people find it difficult to think of ghosts in a tropical paradise such as Hawaii the Hilton Hawaiian village has more than its share of ghost stories from the hotel staff and guests oh. it is said that the ghosts of a beautiful woman in a red dress is constantly seen wandering the halls does your wife know you're talking about another woman like this other people also claim seeing her on the beach Many people believe that this beautiful young lady is Madame Pe- Pele, the volcano goddess who comes to Earth in many forms, including that of an old woman and a, a hitchhiker. hitchhiker? <laughs> <laughs> a 
Okay. A person without transport. <laughs> Hi, can I uh, can I grab a ride? Ghost. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get in the toilet. Yeah. There's a ghost in the it toilet. Flushed, it flushed. It flushed on me. Then my hands dried. Then some water to ride. It's fucking ghost. <laughs> Most haunted islands on earth. <laughs> and then I saw this lady waiting at the gate. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Legend says that in 1959, an employee of the hotel saw the, saw the young lady vanish right in front of his own eyes. Although some people still believe that she is the volcano goddess, others say that it's the ghost of a young woman who was murdered in her hotel room. Right, right. It brings us back down to Earth, doesn't it, in a hurry? It does. Uh, and uh, speaking of Earth, we're talking about Earth moving on Highway 1 in Oahu. Highway 1 is another one of the most haunted places in Hawaii that are located on the island of Oahu. Have all these been Oahu? I think they have. I think so, yeah. Highway 1 is a roadway that passes Spoiler through. alert, so is the next one. All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the one after that. So we could have just said at the top. <laughs> No, the final one isn't, and that's uh, that's, that's the one that you already know because you've read it. All right. Uh, highway, <laughs> highway 1 is a roadway that passes through the Kulao Mo- Motors Mountains. History states that many ancient warriors... From the, was it 1996 Warriors? 1995 Warriors? Uh, the New Zealand Warriors rugby league team. From what, When did they start? 95? 1995, yeah. History states that many of the 1995 Warriors perished in these mountains. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Captain Dean Bell. <laughs> People, people working on the highway claim, along with seeing countless ghosts, they also heard the voices of the 1995 New Zealand Warriors <laughs> speaking to them. People have also made claims that they have heard the cries of the 1995 New Zealand Warriors inside the tunnels of Mount Smart Stadium. Mm. Yeah. Uh, during the process of building Highway just gonna 1, carry on? the bones of the ancient 1995 <laughs> New Zealand Warriors were evacuated. <laughs> excavated. The moving of the bones is said to have disturbed the 1995 New Zealand Warriors' final resting place, thus the many sightings of ghosts. Highway 1 has been described by many as one of the scariest places, not only in the islands of Hawaii, but in the entire United States. It is believed that the highway took so long to finish, approximately, and this is... uh, It's an approximation. This is an approximation, but this is also very relevant to the story. Approximately seven years... Because seven's all you need. Because the workers... That's <laughs> all you get. That's all you get. The workers were very frightened of the apparitions that they saw, and most of them refused to go back to work and quit on the very same day. Gee, you start the induction, drug test, health and safety briefing. you got a 90-day stand-down period ahead of you. Yeah, get in the job, see the night, go to the night on Uniform ordered. Yep, yep, yep. Still cap boots. Probably in civvies the first day. Mm. But you turn up there, see the ghost of the 1995 New Zealand Warriors, and off you go. I think that um, given you've uh, you've you've paid such disrespect to that story, I reckon those uh, ancient Hawaiian warriors are going to haunt you while you're there. Like, I'm going to drive that road when I'm there, so now I've got to be careful. Yeah. If you see anyone in a in a blue and green jersey with DB Bitter <laughs> on, bitter on the shirt. <laughs> Yeah, they're bringing that back. They are. Mm. I think it's probably not relevant to most people, so I'll move on. Uh, Number three, item the third. The North Shore Events (laughs) Centre. The North Shore, Oahu, 
I don't know if we've talked about Oahu yet. I don't think we have. This is the first mention. Oahu's North Shore area seems to be a hotbed of paranormal activity. Sexy. And there are various tales of strange sights and sounds. There is said to be an extremely haunted house on the North Shore where a woman was so became so frustrated by the constant crying of her newborn that she ended up killing the child and burying its body underneath the house. Dude. That's, I mean, that's just poor parenting. It is. It's about as poor as parenting gets. It really is. Yeah, I mean, you're about to be a parent. Learn from that. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. Okay. Now locals say that in the early hours of the morning, the sounds of a baby crying can be heard coming from the house, but no one can ever trace where exactly... <clears throat> this is missing a comma. No one can ever trace where exactly, and most of the time, no living infant is in the property. What does it mean most of the time? <laughs> like, sometimes there's an infant in there? I guess so. Like, is a crying, crying baby... Uh, and like 98% of the time it's a ghost 2% of the time there's a real infant in there <laughs> yeah. that confuses me yeah I guess you'd just write it off as I guess there's an infant in there yeah, wouldn't you would. after a while but you'd, is- you'd be annoyed you have to go investigate every time and like is there a ghost or an infant yeah. it's a ghost okay then turn again like oh it's the infant we better take it back home I mean crying's crying though it's crying crying still losing sleep yeah this is by no means the only spirit belonging to the North Shore event centre this is also said to be a drowning spirit. There is also said to be a drowning spirit inhabiting the pond in Waimea Falls Park. Is that a New Zealand place as it well? Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Legend has it that the spirit must sacrifice a soul every so often. It's very specific. <laughs> and indeed, throughout history, a number of people have drowned in the pond. That might not be all that unusual until you learn that their bodies always resurface three days after they drown. The length of time that the spirit takes to perform its ritual. That last scene is... I'm a bit sceptical about that whole thing. It's uh, But you're not the sceptic of the show. Always appearing three days later. So, hmm. Yeah. All right, well... Um, uh, have we got any more from Oahu? So this is actually... No, uh, this is actually... This one is a new one um number two is hickman air force base so no it's um, not hickam oh did i say hickman yeah hickam 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 air force base um this one is somewhere this was in oahu so it's somewhere a bit different this time um (laughs) fair enough hickam or as tony would say hickman air force base was completed and officially used what a weird way to say it on the you wrote it i mean copied and pasted (laughs) on the 15th of september in 1938 the whole sentence is kind of shit (laughs) the construction of the main barracks began construction of the main sentence began in early 1939 wait said it was completed in 1938 that began in 1939 come on guys by the 1940... <laughs> Whatever, just <laughs> it was the, all future dates. It was the largest structure of the American mili- military installation. No, so the way to do that is... At one time in history, it was the largest structure of American yeah. military installation. It's still not quite right, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> no capital I had the... It had, the, it had a post exchange, a laundry... Squadron day rooms, that's very luxurious, mm-hmm. uh, medical dispensary, barber shops, multiple shops, mm-hmm. and a mess hall. 
Um, in September of 1938, so we're going back here, <laughs> construction of Hickam Air Force Base was completed, making the base ready for use. This is really badly written. The following year, construction of the main barracks started. Come on, what's going on here? <laughs> this is clearly repeating itself. In 1940, the base had everything a military person could You're making make. us look amateur it here. It really is. Um... <laughs> bloodyhauntedrooms.com or whatever hell you are um, <laughs> the soldiers enjoyed their home away from home so much that they gave the barracks the nickname the Hickam Hotel when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7th Hickam Air Force Base suffered a tremendous amount of damage several soldiers died during the surprise attack of the Japanese that fateful day in December now that sounds racist and I know you always accuse me of racism but that just sounds racist okay Trust the racist to point out a racist December, Since December 7th, a number of unusual incidents and accidents have occurred at Hickam Air Force Base. One incident occurred in 1955 when an R6D-1 was attempting to land during a heavy rainstorm in the dark. The R6D-1 crashed and more than 60 people perished. Why is that unusual? Carry on. Keep moving. Okay. People won't um, even notice. Other incidents are more of the paranormal kind. Well, thankfully. People, <laughs> people have been on the base. People who have been on the base have claimed to hear... This is number two, by the way. People who have been on the base claim to have claimed to hear the sounds of soldiers dying. Okay, that's more haunting. Others have claimed to hear what they say amount to the sounds of bombs striking and exploding. Additional reports claim that World War II soldiers, in their fatigues wander around different areas of the base. Do you know in Russia, World War Two was called the Great Patriotic War? Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't called World War Two. Interesting. I've often wondered about and things like that. In Finland, it was called the War of Continuation, because it was originally called the Winter War, but then it carried on, so they called it the War of Continuation. Hmm. I'm watching House of Cards, and I'm uh, learning things. Oh, is that where you found that out? That is, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, finding things out um, from television and movies uh you've talked about hickam air force base um segues into a movie that i like called october sky which is follows the exploits of a young homer hickam who was into rocketry in a small coal mining town and eventually went to work for nasa based on a true story very cool so have a look at that it stars jake gyllenhaal oh and while you're watching that check out hidden figures Oh yeah, I still haven't seen that. That's good. I, I reckon it. I'd like it. It was very good. I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it. And I'll bring you a recipe for success. Thank you. Ah, very good. Um, remember the theme music this time. The theme tune. <laughs> uh, additional reports claim that World War II soldiers and their fatigues wander around different areas of the base. Another claim is that there is a ghost on the base that likes to play pranks on people. The ghost, mm-hmm. named Charlie, apparently likes to throw objects and switch radios. Witnesses also claim that a guard shack on the base is haunted. Witnesses claim to have seen a ghost of a soldier in his uniform at the shack at night. The soldier was appara- had apparently been killed while on duty in the shack. What? And uh, drum roll, please. Number one. The most haunted place in Hawaii is... Mackenzie State Recreation Area. The Big Island. Not Oahu. With its gorgeous vistas and peaceful atmosphere, Starbucks will bring you the new Frappuccino once a season 
every year. <laughs> is it pumpkin spice or is it pumpkin. something else? Hashtag PSL. It's a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> the park is a popular place for visitors to enjoy outdoor activities in a secluded, quiet environment. However, Mackenzie State Park is also known for its rather dark history and its sinister reputation as Uh-oh. being one of the most as being one of the most haunted places in Hawaii. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. In the 1850s, numerous prison convicts were brought here from Honolulu for the purpose of working on sugar plantations. Clearing Honolulu's in Oahu, if you're not sure. Clearing land of the thick jungle undergrowth and maintaining the historic coastal trail called the King's Highway. So they were contributing to global warming. Thanks a lot, assholes. The area was already long said by the locals to be haunted by restless spirits the Hawaiians called Ohane. As well as by the spectral processions of ghostly figures with torches and drums called the Night Marchers, who were said to come out as gay. <laughs> I have to pause there for you. <laughs> who were said to come out on nights of the full moon and unleash battle cries. Yet with the the coming of the prisoners, the area would take on an even more gruesome reputation. Ooh. Working conditions here were less than ideal, with the inhospitable terrain, lack of clean water, disease, and harsh treatment they suffered all taking its toll. Play with your pauses, people. (laughs) Sometimes if they're in the wrong place, it doesn't hurt, doesn't help. It's said that hundreds of these prisoners died over the years, their bodies typically unceremoniously buried in unmarked graves out in the wilderness. The ghosts of these prisoners have ever have ever since been said to roam the park, typically appearing as the apparitions of filthy, pale, and bedraggled-looking phantom men, sickly and thin, wandering about carrying various work equipment, only to vanish into thin air. There are also frequent reports of hikers hearing footsteps behind them when no one is there, or of seeing shadowy figures moving about in the trees as if following them, and dogs are allegedly spooked at unseen threats or downright too terrified to go anywhere near the area. Mm. These spectral prisoners are also said to prowl about outside of the tents of campers in the park, whispering and walking about only for the tent occupant to look out and see no one there. And they have they have even been set they've even been seen set. They've even been seen to set <laughs> Up their own camps and... Complete with campfires. Which fade out of existence if one is to approach. More frightening reports describe screams and groans emanating from the darkness, tents being shaken or apparitions of the prisoners appearing within tents to attack the occupants before vanishing. Like that, within tents, with intent to attack the occupants before vanishing. Sent on 9th of the 11th, 2018, at 5.17pm, Tony, beep, at iCloud.com wrote, <laughs> oh no, I've got to the bottom of the email. Um, <laughs> you probably should have stopped reading like, um, like a sentence ago, but anyway. So three good. more to make it a top 10, we'll round it out. Don't think we need, don't think we need it. <laughs> I mean, seven's enough. Seven we'll not, have to do. It's not, I mean, you should be proud of having seven. I'm not proud of it, let's just say that, but... 
Since I read the last one, I vote you do the Get Me Some Stranger okay, this week. Enough. So for those of you um, who are unfamiliar, this is the final segment of the show where we take the 1982 Reader's Digest version of Mysteries of the Unexplained. Tony will flick to a random page, I'll tell him when to stop, and he'll read one of the paranormal stories on the page he lands on. This is the segment we call Get Me Some Strange. Okay, here we go. We're doing a bit of flicky flick flick. Stop. What have we got? Ooh. What segment did we I, land in this ooh, week? I see something about monsters. <laughs> what have we got? Oof. It'd be good if it was um if, if it happened on the island of Oahu. That would be handy. I got my fingers caught here. Oh, where are we going? Can I... I feel like I may have skipped over the page because I'm a bit confused what's going on here. Here we go. Coincidences. All right, let's do it. A coincidence will be if it was a story from Oahu. So I'm going to read this one, and these are people that also have amazing monster t-shirts. Oh wow, that's really good. Yeah. Let me take a photo of that one, and I'll put it up alongside our earlier one. <laughs> you can see which one you'd rather have. <laughs> yeah. So it's called the unfortunate anagram. Sir Peter Scott, one of Britain's best-known naturalists, so they're the naked ones, weren't they? Naturists, yeah. 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 Uh, is, an, is an enthusiastic believer in the Loch Ness Monster and being naked. And shrinkage. Yeah. <laughs> and staying out of cool water. <laughs> um, and has lent the weight of his reputation to the debate about cold water shrinkage for many years. So far, this is borderline disrespectful. Do we need to just make it really clear this is satire? So far, in fact, in his confidence in the creature's existence, that he has promoted the use of the Greek name for it. Uh, I actually didn't know this. Uh, Necessitaris Rompop. Oh my goodness. Well, you're not going to remember that, are you? So you still don't know this. Nessie. (laughs) Uh, this name which he and underwater photographer oh the underwater photographer will be snapping away at old Petey's shrunkenness is not a good thing Uh, Robert Rines coincided that's not right coined in December 1975 I've got to say the longer this episode's gone the worse our inflections have been I was going to say you're giving me grief about this but listen (laughs) back to the way you read that last (laughs) that last paragraph play Um, on this name, which he and underwater photographer Robert Rines coined in December 1975, may be roughly translated as the Ness Monster with Diamond-Shaped Fin. As London newspapers quickly pointed out with some glee, the name is also an anagram for the words Monster Hoax by Sir Peter S. Ooh my goodness and a quick one here a is shared, that a coincidence a, a quick one here a shared fate a man riding a moped was killed by a taxi in bermuda in 1975 exactly a year after his brother had been killed on the same street of the same taxi driver carrying the same passenger and on the same moped it's actually a better one to with, isn't it? yeah it is and on that note anything else to add We will call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week. Toodaloo.